0: Love, love,
1: radio.
0: Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy broadcasting live from Apex Alder Ridge tasting room in Woodenville. I'm your host, L.B. Duchess, with guest host Fancy Frenchwood of Saki in Seattle, and um, Scott Wieda. Good afternoon. <laughs> Hello. We're going to probably be giggling off and on the rest of the show because we launched in after many technical difficulties with 34 seconds to go on the clock.
2: Could have something to do with the wine tasting also.
0: I only had three sips, really. Okay. <laughs> so welcome to um, so us. <laughs> this is going to be a bad one. <laughs> We're going to giggle a lot. Okay. Um, On today's show, we're going to talk about creating your own savvy, the Duchess Report with what's going on in Bellevue and the Seattle area, um, as well as uh, enjoying our wine sponsors, Apex, their Brute, and their Chocolate Chop. So we are going to start with the on-air wine tasting, in this case, Bubbly Tasting, and it is the Brute. and Scott, I believe you're going to be telling us about it while we're sipping on it.
1: I am indeed. Apex Cellars. Sparkling Brute we're tasting right now. Notes of mint, melon, and toasted almonds are on the nose, so everyone, take a moment.
0: I love the the voice. You have the voice for wine. Tasting. I can't
1: find the mint.
2: Fancy, I can find the mint. You, you got the mint. I've got the mint. I can and smell the mint.
1: Palette presents citrus zest, Granny Smith, apples and tropical flavors. So everyone raise a glass. Let's try Apex, Sparkling Brute.
0: I can I can taste the the zip, the the lemon zest in it. But I'm a big Brute fan. Scott's thinking.
1: I think it's good. Awesome.
0: I think it is, too. And the value is $15 a bottle. So it's a great value. It's really good on the palate. it easy to eat, drink with anything. And
1: big thanks today to Apex Cellars, one of Washington's most respected wineries. It's three brands, Apex, Apex 2, and Bridgman cover the spectrum from reserve caliber vineyard designate wines to wines that can be enjoyed every day. Apex Cellars is one of the state's most enviable records for awards per wine entered in local, regional, or national competitions. And all of the winery's brands have received glowing reviews from respected wine experts here and abroad, as well as from us right now.
0: Yeah, and they have been one of our sponsors now for about a month. Um, They're really great with the community. They love being a part of different events. Um, They actually host one of our other sponsors, Corks and Canvas, events here regularly, once or twice a month. Um, as well as
2: really being a big part of the community. I absolutely adore them. So thank you, Apex. And don't forget to stop in and join us live for the broadcast. Apex is giving our socially savvy listeners 20% off all merchandise and bottles of wine.
1: That's right. And we're here for the next hour. We're looking at Apex Wineries. Apex Cellars at 14450 Woodville Redmond Road.
0: Okay, your memory, Scott, is... Ridiculous. Yeah, is that GPS? I'm reading you're, that.
1: I'm reading it right now. You're reading it right yes. now? Okay. Um, yes,
0: and actually we will be here, at least some of us will be here until bet- between 7 and 8. They're going to stay open for us. So pop in, say hello, um, have a glass of wine at 5 bucks, and if you like it, buy it at 20% off. So moving on, Scott, I believe you have some news to cover for us.
1: I did, as a matter of fact. Now, I don't own an electric vehicle, but I know some people that do. Fabulous. Nice people, concerned about the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Doing their thing. Uh, and we have some exciting news recently learned that Bellevue is taking the lead in the push towards making its city more ecologically conscious. The Bellevue Collection is the first major retail center in the Northwest to install Charge Point electric vehicle charging stations in 15 locations throughout Bellevue Square, Lincoln Square, and Bellevue Place. I'm surprised I haven't seen these yet. If you had an electric car, you'd see them. Really? <laughs> yeah, you would. You would, I guess it's like a, uh, what do you go? Well, you'd need them. You can only go 40 miles. <laughs> okay, I
0: guess. Yeah, you go to one, you Once stop, you go to the next stuck, one. Right? <laughs> so, actually,
1: before airtime today, I contacted both Kemper Development and uh, the Bellevue Collection representatives, talked to them a little bit about the new charging stations, and what they told me is basically it's a concerted effort to go green. With the Bellevue Collection working with Charge ChargePoint's parent company, and their charge point America program, which is setting up forty six hundred stations in nine regions across the country, including ours, national program seeks to prepare businesses and communities to be electric vehicle ready, which i don 't think anyone uh, would claim isn 't good.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, with all the different trends and stuff, it, that's one of the things that Bellevue has gotten so many awards and so much recognition across the United States is for being not only cutting edge, but community oriented. They seem to service their city and their people at every level. They're an amazing, It's it, to me, it's funny because when you live here, you look at Bellevue and you have a preconceived notion of the people, but when you get to know the city officials and what they're doing and the whole um, Kemper thought process with what he was building, it's it truly is amazing. I think
1: so too. And you know, a lot of some people care about the environment. That's why they buy electric vehicles. Some people just think it's chic and they want to look like they support the environment. It doesn't really matter. Electric vehicles are growing in popularity very quickly, and it's good that these stations are going in. So, Kemper Development has installed a total of 15 of these, nine of which are at Bellevue Square. Uh, there are four stations in the Lincoln Square garage on the first level, and two ports in the Bellevue Place garage on the first level. These charge point stations are fully networked. Available to all drivers with plug-in vehicles, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And I took a quick look at ChargePointAmerica.com, and it looks like if you've got a credit card, you can use these things. The preferred method is to pick up one of these. Um, you can get a card from ChargePoint America that just scans over the Oh, so course. you just charge so it up like a be re- prepared. Oh, wow. And uh, it costs $2 per hour.
0: Oh, wow. Yep. How long do you happen to know how long it takes to charge a car?
1: It depends on the car, what type of station it is. I believe these are what they call, uh, like, stage two. So they've got higher voltage, so they charge much quicker than okay. standard household current. Wow! And it depends on the car.
0: Wow. Well, thank you for doing the research on that,
1: Scott. Indeed.
0: Appreciate it. Um, some of the other hot tips and new news in Bellevue is the reintroduction of apple cider. I was at the Taste of Washington, and um, I don't know about you guys, but apple cider to me was always the kid's drink. But apple cider is making a huge comeback, and it was big before Prohibition. And um, something I found out, I didn't realize that uh, the apple cider apple trees take five to seven years before they ever bear fruit, and they're rarer and harder to bring back. It's taken, after the Prohibition, they cut them all down, they replaced them with dessert apple trees, and so they have been trying to reinstill the cider, because I guess back on the East Coast, it's it's still... Around, but we have two companies that started over here um, in the last two to three years actually. Artesian Hard Cider, the uh, maker of Snowdrift, um, and Titan Cider. They've both hit the market and are reintroducing the history and the apple taste of cider. I'm
1: surprised you didn't know about this. Hard cider has had a place in my house for a long time. Really? Love hard cider. I've, I've never
2: tried it, and I failed to visit that table at the. Good stuff. Taste Washington yesterday.
0: Well, it's interesting because like your sake in Seattle, the introduction, reintroduction of sake, these um, different types of beverages that go back, some of them hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, Johnny Appleseed, that whole story, everybody thought he was planting apple trees, you know, for people to have fruit for eating. He was actually going ahead and and planting apple trees for cider so that when the settlers got there, that two to five years or seven years or whatever it was had already gone by and people could start producing their cider because, Apparently, after the hard road over, they needed it. Now, what type of apples would be used for cider production? That I have not gotten into yet. Um, I briefly got a t- chance to touch with, base with them at the seminars, but um, they are very interested in being guest hosts with us. So we're going to have them on, and they're going to tell us about the history, the different types of apples, and where they originated from. Wonderful. Another thing I do know is that the vines, some of the vines were as old and uh, originated from France as well, In the, the Europeans over there. So I think it'll be a very interesting uh, interview. Um, next is, okay, this one. Scott, if you want to take a look at this, because you're faster at the pronunciation, and um, it
1: is a new... El Zacatecano- <laughs> What El okay. El,
0: El
1: Zacatecano.
0: That's what I said. It, it, it's a mezcal. It was founded in 1910
1: mm-hmm. in the... i got to stop you, because I'm looking at the paragraph on my outlet right now. That word is in this paragraph at least, at least nine times. I know, I know. It's gonna So forgive us. We
0: absolutely love these people. Um, it'll take a while. It'll be like a tongue twister for a while, I think. So
1: thank you to the people from El Zacatecano.
0: <laughs> yes. Scott's got it. El Zacatecano. So it was founded in 1910 in a, the Zacateas state region where Highland um, Weber Blue Agave grows in the town of Huitzilá. Huitzila. That's close. Okay. Um, family owned and operated, it has maintained, it's honored um, the traditions of its founder. They have n- never been in the United States before. Um, the Edgar Martinez and, um, oh my gosh, I'm like way ahead of myself, and Jean Juarez mm-hmm. got together and put a company together to bring this into the United States. And they wanted to do it with the same integrity that the family has held in high esteem. So they got together, and they brought it in, and it was at the the post-the-wall event that I was at. We got to be introduced to it, so we're really looking forward to seeing them at more events, and they are currently in liquor stores all over. They have a Blanc, uh, and then I can't remember what the other two ones. I just remember they had the white, the yellow, and the brown. (laughs) Interesting. So, yeah, that did not make me sound intelligent, but at least it
1: gives you some descriptive ideas. (laughs) we're
0: talking... Tequila, right? We're talking. Actually, it is not called a te- it's not a tequila. It's a mezcal. It's Yeah. Yes. The one thing okay. I've
1: heard about this company is just really their unwavering devotion to quality and what a high quality product they produce. So. Yep. They go. Away. I'm looking forward to trying it.
0: Yes. Um. Okay. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about was we've talked. You know, obviously the name of the show, socially savvy, and is giving people information on how to be social, um how to be comfortable being social. What's you know. Considered fun out there. What's considered acceptable? Trying to re-educate people on uh, social media's and and how to behave and act when you're out there. Um, so one of the things we were talking about today was um, some tips on creating your own savvy.
1: Before we do that, though, I need to have a quick shout out. I want to thank Kind Bars. One of our great sponsors for sponsoring socially savvy news today. I don't think we mentioned them enough today, so thanks again to Kind Bars, Kind Bars, deliciously healthy and always gluten-free snack bars.
2: And Scott, what tell our Scott. listeners
1: where you can find those Kind Bars? Kind Bars you can find almost anywhere. I've seen them at grocery stores. I've seen them at Starbucks. Starbucks, Starbucks, right.
0: QFC, um, the all the nutritional and food stores. The only one that is very difficult to find is the chocolate cherry. You can never find it. If you see it in the store, buy the box because you will not <laughs> see it again for the next six months. And I my guarantee. current favorite
1: is the almond and apricot. I'm looking in our basket here. We've got a peanut butter and strawberry that I'm looking forward to trying as well.
0: Yeah, they have a chocolate peanut butter one too that's really, really good. So if you're looking for a healthy snack, it's much better than obviously candy bars and stuff for the kids. It's got lots of natural fruits
2: and nuts in it, and they're yummy. Well, thank you to our sponsor, Kind Bars.
0: Okay, so some of the tips on creating your own savvy. This is brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Have you cleaned your cell phone? Gross. <laughs> well, you think about it. When you catch colds and stuff, one of the things is when you go into the doctor, if you keep having reoccurring in your family, they say clean your handheld phones. Well, when we got cell phones, we really never thought about it. So they came out with these handy little um, portable wipes. You can, they're in little packets like hand wipes. And um, they don't damage your phone and they get um, all the bacteria and stuff off that cause issues. They
1: work work on microphones as well.
0: Yes, microphones, everything. So the first tip on how to become, create your own savvy is identify how you want to be perceived and document for reference. So if you are trying to go into a social scene and you're going to be, say, hanging out with bankers and and realtors and, and some of those um, that people in that particular arena, you want to educate yourself. You want to find out what they're wearing, um, kind of maybe find out some of the things that they're talking about so that when you walk into these situations, you feel comfortable and you feel like you can can step into it and be a part of it instead of stepping into it and being a watcher. Um, part of being socially savvy is knowing what it is you want and then being able to portray that. If you go into an environment and you're trying um, to incorporate a new business idea or you're trying to um, find a way into that business, then it, unless you can talk to them and communicate or be approachable, you're not going to have any success. So um, figure out what it is, how you want to be perceived, and then uh, um, make notes and, and do your studies for it. And you know the, the nice thing about the Internet is you can type in, you can be, ooh, as i would would say uber uber bag and um, you're going to get lots of information and just be able to keep filtering through until you find out what it is that you like um the other the second thing was tailor your clothes to fit it's the details that make the difference um i don't know what do you think of that
3: <laughs> wouldn't you agree
2: i do agree duchess i think uh it, just like as you stated in the first tip Identify how you want to be perceived. So understanding what your look says to others. And this is a a great way to do that is just to have your friends and family kind of critique you. So trying on different clothes if you're going to networking events or social events and having your close friends tell you what impression you're putting out there. Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people, when we think detail, it can be a bit overwhelming. But when you think about it, it's the little things that people notice. Um, For instance, I remember the first time I went in for a Nordstrom's interview I failed miserably, um, and it wasn't because I didn't present myself well. It wasn't because I didn't know the information. It's because I didn't understand that for that particular um, job, they, they wanted me polished and finished. That meant manicured nails. Mm-hmm. That meant, you know, having a lint roller in my car so there was no lint on me. It was, just, it was the little details that I didn't was not aware of. So if you can figure out what those are, ask friends. Again, you know, your Internet is your biggest resource. Um, it'll go a long way to getting you where you want to be. I think this is
2: especially important for men. I think a lot of times we we ladies we have more leeway than the men, you know. If, yeah, uh, we do when we go out. So, so, but I think we're very critical of men when we're looking at what they're wearing. So I'm checking out Scott right now.
0: I know he's very he oh he's very dapper. put together. Yeah, see yeah. it. He's got the watch. He's got the perfectly ironed shirt. It the cuffs are out just far enough from the jacket. The pants match. The shoes aren't brown. Nice socks. Great socks.
1: Yeah. And don't, gentlemen especially, <laughs> don't be afraid to ask for advice. So there are some number of rules that have changed in fashion in the last just the last few years. Last year, I can remember shopping for a new suit, or I think I bought three or four suits that day. And one of the suits that I bought was this really dark navy blue striped pinstripe suit. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the suit, and I thought to myself, "What in the heck do I wear on my feet with this thing?" Oh. And I remember. From years back, the old rule, what don't go together, blue Blue and and
0: black, black, don't go together, right?
1: I must have spent two hours researching, Googling, texting friends who I thought would know.
0: Yeah. No, the rules did change.
1: The rules changed. They
0: they actually became what I would consider not necessarily more relaxed, but uh, I think more realistic. Um, I don't know if it's the textures that have changed that have made the colors more flexible together, or if it's just our overall thought process of
1: not... Being so, I don't know. I, I think, I think was, it's the latter. I, I, think, think, there was, I think there we've was there a what we perceive yeah. to be acceptable, and what we believe looks good together.
0: I mean, yeah. it, just think of
1: it, same thing, same reason. Body image has changed. That's true. And one style in one generation is attractive, and another style in another generation is attractive. Now we can wear black shoes with blue suits.
0: Yes. No, I wouldn't. And spiky hair.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: spiky hair. Oh yeah, walk
2: into a business meeting with spiky hair. We with like just it. the right amount of gel. There you go.
0: Um, one of the other the, the next tip on the list is enjoy what you choose. If you're trying to create a savvy persona and you don't like it, no matter how badly you feel you need it, you're not going It's not gonna work
1: for you. Are you saying you've got to rock whatever style you choose? You have to rock whatever hey, rock style.
0: Rock it, rock it. Because you know it's just, it's kind of like walking in with a suit that's too big. It's it's not going to you know as you move or as you speak, it's gonna come across. So and finally. Enjoy growing into yourself. That's the most savvy of all. And recognize everything is a journey. You're going to make mistakes like me at the beginning of the show. (laughs) You're going to stumble over things when you get under stress. Uh, Probably the most savvy thing of all that you can ever do is if you make a mistake, smile, ask for forgiveness, laugh it off, and and then the big thing is be forgiving when other people make mistakes. Because we're human beings. We're going to do it. And you'll find that people um, will... Be very um, impassioned to buy it and be very forgiving when you ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Very rarely will they step outside that boundary. Um, OK, so we've talked about our extra um, little surprises and some of the uh, ways that our sponsors are going to be getting the fabulous prizes and product out to you. And one of them is our secret sponsor of the show. So every week we're going to be working to bring you um, a secret sponsor of the show. You listen to the show and message us on Facebook who it is, and you'll be entered into the monthly drawing for the prizes sponsored by our secret sponsors.
2: So, so the key here is to listen to the live broadcast, or you can go back into the archive, yep. right? Yep. And then when you say message, you mean inbox the message, not yep. post on the wall, because yes. you don't want everyone to be entered. Into yes, this drawing, then everybody so you, would be entered, and you'd have a lot be of sure competition. <laughs> so, every week we're going to have a different um
0: Secret sponsor. So every time you get that that right, correct information in, you're going to be re-entered into the drawing. Every month we'll give away those four or five prizes, and um, you can increase your chances by listening to every show.
1: So you're telling me that every week there are going to be clues hidden within the show. Absolutely. Just a sec, I'm taking a bite of my kind bar here. <laughs> hidden within the show that will give clues to our listeners about what the secret, who the secret sponsor is. Actually, I think for
0: the first couple of shows we're just going to blurt it out.
1: Okay The secret
0: sponsor this week is Corks and Canvas Get your Van Gogh on while you paint parties um, And they are going. They have donated a, a gift certificate for two to attend their um, Corks and Canvas painting parties So uh, message us, let us know that you heard it and who the secret sponsor was And you'll be entered in
2: this month's drawing Actually it's going to be April's drawing, let me clarify that um, For that certificate so I'm looking at your Facebook inbox on Socially Savvy, uh, LB Duchess, and I am seeing that people are already inboxing with Corks and Canvas. So the, the contest has already begun. I think everybody wants
0: something that – well, and the thing is Corks and Canvas is, is a fun event, but I think a lot of people get really intimidated by the thought of painting. They're like, I can't draw, I can't paint, but it's amazing. They have a this that comes in and walks you through, and – I swear, after that first glass of wine, life is a lot easier. And if you can't do stick figures, which I can't, um, they're amazing at walking you through step by step. And when you walk out, you feel really good about it. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so we are going to take a break, and we will be right back in just a minute. Welcome back to Socially Savvy. This is L.B. Duchess, your host. I'm here with Scott Wieda, fancy, and now joining us is Tracy Klinkeroth of Chick Chack Seattle. Hey. Hello. Welcome,
2: Tracy. How was that commute?
3: Oh, it's great. I I have a love-hate relationship
2: with GPS. GPS? Oh.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like Google. right. Are you doing it? No, no. I'm
2: being facetious. (laughs) I think I would like a chauffeur. Absolutely. Now I'm with that. In fact, I recently posted, if you haven't already friended me on Facebook, please do because I'm always looking for people that like to work for free and I'm currently looking for a driver (laughs) because I hate driving. So I'm with Tracy. I prefer the chauffeur.
0: Well, and I have told my husband for years since I got the nickname Duchess that at some point in the near future he was going to be driving Miss Duchess because I am directionally dysfunctional. (laughs) If I take two right-hand turns, I'm in Tacoma, and I don't know how I got there. That's that's just who I am. So we're glad you made it, Tracy. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so moving into the next part, we're going to be going over the Duchess report. What went on last week, um, brought to you by Pop Chips, never fried, never baked, think popped um the week of wine it truly, I mean, everybody knew that the Taste of Washington was coming up, but it, it, the amount of events leading up to the Taste of Washington and some of the new launches, which we're really excited to talk about, new um, venues coming into Seattle, it was a blast. I absolutely loved learning everything. So some of the things that we're going to be touching, we're going to briefly touch on the Taste of Washington, only because there was so much to cover. I think we're going to try to put together another show on the Taste of Washington and go into detail with it. Uh, there were... I don't know how many of you guys have ever been to the Taste of Washington or not. I know that um, Fancy and I both went and I had neither one of us had ever been. And it was really? it was like walking into a monster. It was amazing.
2: It was like a little kid in a candy shop. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is cool." Oh, yeah. Well, there were more than 200 200- wineries represented it it was overwhelming and lots of food too really oh my gosh
0: i you know i thought there'd be cheese and crackers and no no. we i think we only got through like the first third of it and we were stuffed and you know they're giving you these fabulous portions it was it was crazy scott have you ever
1: been my mic on. I've been once. I didn't go. Th- I wasn't able to go this year Yeah, because of a previous engagement, but I, I felt as though I really missed out. It sounds like they really stepped it up.
3: It was. It was
0: very, very well done. I well, was and the thing impressed.
1: with that, though, is that you should
3: spend the money to go VIP. Oh,
0: that, yes. Thank for you for making that point. Oh, <laughs> <You didn't. laughs> well, it's, it's funny. You know, I, I was amazed at how many people did go VIP mm-hmm. because when they did open the doors at 4 o'clock and it was literally a flood of people, yeah. it does. It gets really hard to get around and get up to those different yeah. vendors. And um, a lot of times by the time you get done with VIP, some of the better pours yeah. are already oh, out. Yeah. So is Let's
1: VIP see. really VIP at this event? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean.
0: Well,
3: yeah. you get in first.
0: You get in first, and you're no. not dealing with, they They have a limited number of people that they let in so that you can, uh, that when we were at VIP, I don't think we waited more than a minute or two. There was so much room where you could yeah. go from wine and food and stuff. Um, there was only one place that we had to wait in line for, and that was um, one of the restaurants, and you'll have to forgive me, I can't remember who it was, but they had kebabs. And so they were throwing those things out so fast, they could not keep up with it. That would be El El Gaucho. Yes, yes, it was El Gaucho. So I don't want to take too much time on that because we have so many things to cover. But um, Tracy, can you start by filling us in on the um, Women Hold Up Half the World? And I believe you went to a seminar this weekend.
3: Yes, I did. Um, It was Women Hold Up Half the Sky. It it was chick Chat event at Art Exchange Gallery. It was really great. We had um, speaker panel from... Uh, Someone from Women's Funding Alliance and Crooked Trails, a local nonprofit that does cultural immersion travel, and who else? Oh, a photographer who uh, recently traveled to um, Ethiopia to um, essentially um, photojournalize, if that's a word, um, the problem of obstetric fistula. It was really great. And we had um, awesome food from a Mediterranean restaurant at Forest and Wall. Oh, my God. Ooh. Um, it was so good Something bistro Porta bistro That's Ooh, it Fourth I haven't and wall, been there yet Kind of kitty corner From the uptown uh, espresso is was really awesome So yeah It was a really great It was a really great event Chick chat event And then yeah I think not get to go Wine tasting with you guys I was dry all weekend
0: No you, We went know,
2: to Magiano. Yeah you went to Magiano's. Oh, okay. With, yeah, with that's a not not really girl, girl Which we'll be covering <laughs> Here in a few minutes
0: um, But no You were telling us About the seminar That you went to And it sounds amazing
3: Yes Yes um, Friends of mine, actually, they're um, life and business coaches, and the uh, her Judy Hassan. Her um, company is called Nesso Strategies, and I went to a Live Your Vision, yes, Live Your Vision um, seminar. So I created my essence of who I am and my purpose, and it was really interesting. Well,
0: we'll have to check yeah. that out and maybe do a show based around that because that's yeah. really intriguing. Yes. Okay, so. Um, Fancy! You took us at the very beginning of last week on a sake tasting, and that was absolutely amazing. It was a industry sake tasting, so there was some serious history. Um,
2: can you give us a little details? Well, I was really excited to attend that. You know, Kelly Humble, who is a distributor, he works for or he owns Edward International, so they import the largest amount of sake directly from Japan in the Seattle area. And we went to Juan Izakaya, which is located in Belltown in Seattle, for that tasting. And we were really fortunate, and you guys got to meet someone who's very dear to me, Mariko Yamazaki, who is the executive director of Japan Prestige Sake. She flies in from New York maybe every six months or so to introduce the new sakes that are coming out in the spring. We also were really happy to meet Mr. Inomoto from Ichinokura, located in Miyagi Prefecture. And Miyagi Prefecture was slightly affected by the, the events, the recent events in Japan. So we're very happy that he was able to come and showcase his latest uh, uh, brewed sake directly from Japan. And I was so happy that you guys went with me. It Although Tracy, <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't made the sake enthusiast out of Tracy. No, not that, that, that I am. am. But, I, but Sometimes it's an acquired taste, and I think uh, she's going to come along. Yeah. Well,
0: what I found so amazing about it was, I think, like we had talked before, when you did your first sake tasting on air here, was that our whole perceptive of it was this jet fuel. And when we were tasting, there was that one sake that had a grit to it, and it tasted, to me, it was like biting into a pear. And I couldn't – that just blew my
2: mind. I I couldn't even – I wouldn't have even thought that a sake would taste like that. Well, that was, I think that was all of our favorite. Well, at least mine and yours. And when I spoke to Kelly the next day, he did inform me that, in fact, that was the favorite of the night. That was the Kami Kokono Tokagen. (laughs) <laughs> Which was obviously very popular that night. Only you could say
0: that. No way
2: the rest of us would.
0: <laughs> no, Scott would be able well, it's to like say it. Scott with
2: the tequila. <laughs> or okay. the, the mescal, yes. <laughs> so, this particular variety is a very limited seasonal namasaki that is only released in the spring. So, actually, Kelly told me they sold out that night. I, yes. I would not be surprised. So, they're checking to see if they can even get any more in. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that was a, a lot of fun. Um, moving forward in the week,
0: we hit Thursday, and wine was on the brain. Um, Thirsty Girl entered and hit the Seattle area with a splash, start, starting at um, um, Maggiano's in Bellevue. Friday, they were at Chateau Saint-Michel Winery, and then Saturday and Sunday, they were at the Taste of Washington Um Tracy, you want to tell us a little bit more? Because you were the one who actually introduced us to that first event with Thirsty
3: Girl, and I believe you had knew somebody. So Yeah, I was introduced. I had not heard of her before. Um, I was introduced to Thirsty Girl, and um, the owner is Leslie. I'm going to butcher her name. Soroko. Soroko, yeah. yeah. She um, is from California. She's a award-winning author, writer, speaker, and wine consultant, and television host, and she's... Um, on a regular basis, I believe she's on the today show. she's at wine guru. yeah
0: she's she is amazing she, yeah. and she was she was so vibrant with her speaking yeah. and um I know at the uh, at the um, um in Bellevue, it was their introduction for Thirsty Girl, so they were actually signing people up. Mm-hmm. And
2: um, they have some other sponsors And you too signed up We did sign up yeah. I signed up as a uh, chapter head And yes. Tracy signed up just, to be part of that chapter yeah, I just a member. I get to have discounts I guess on wine That's right? right Yeah, Yes and we'll have fun wine tastings And we'll incorporate some sake of course So find us on Facebook And add us as friends so you can be invited yeah. To our thirsty girl tasting.
0: Yeah, the next one should be a lot of fun.
2: One cool thing she did,
3: which was towards the very end of the night, so I'm sure everybody was a little bit lubricated, little tipsy. <laughs> she was showing us how to oh. savor, savor a bottle, uh, champagne. That which I won't try that at home. But
0: it you really know what? Fun. I'm actually I've, i I want to try that.
1: I, I just do think too. That that okay, try what? This is radio. Savoring. So you
0: take <laughs> you take. Uh, it's it's an old tradition, and you take like a a. Typically, it was done with a saber knife, a big one, you know, like a,
1: a we sword. We those hanging around. So, her. it
0: was a ceremonial thing.
1: I have one over my mantle. Yeah.
0: And you okay. take the, the casing off of it, and then you... It's a very smooth movement, she was saying. You don't, it's not a jerky. It's a very smooth, and you start from the bottom, and you kind of, at an
1: angle. You cut the glass top off the cut, bottle. Yeah. You cut yeah. the glass top yeah, off. She did. You go she did it the twice. I it, it was phenomenal. You find the yeah. seam of
0: the bottle, no and way. you phenomenal. Yes. It was, I have pictures. It was very cool. And I'm going to go get my saber out of my hand. <laughs> <phone. laughs> I just, I love the presentation, but most of what I loved about her was her enthusiasm. And there were guys who were there, and she's like, I'm so excited to see thirsty guys. So it was very cute. It was, um, you know, she wasn't, She they're not closed off to it just being about women, but it was very fun. Um, next, they went over to Chateau Saint-Michel on Friday, and she headed up uh, the speaking there with a wine tasting, and the food spread that Chateau put on was amazing. Yeah. The line never stopped. They had dipped chocolate. They had crab. They had cheeses and crackers, um, and then she from her book, she went over wine ro- wardrobing. So she had styles and people dressed in certain clothing to match what they felt like the wines represented. It was so much yeah, fun. Like a, like
3: a certain wine was your little black dress. Yes. And wine yes.
0: Was your crisp white shirt. Yeah, it I was very that. fun. And she, it was detail. This is when, you know, talking about details again, it was down to the shoes. I mean, it was a full package, it was a lot of fun. Um and then of course she did seminars over at the Taste of Washington on Saturday and they were one of the tables at the Grand Tasting on Sunday. So that was a ton
2: of fun, very fun. It was. Friday. And did we say did we mention that she will be a guest on the show? Oh,
0: we are yes, we are in the works for having her as a guest on the show and hopefully doing something a little bit more. So yes. we'll we'll see what yeah. we can come up with for her. Um, Friday, we also hit the local gallery Gunnar Nordström's for his last Friday of the month happy hour um, with Seuss jewelry. Uh, we got to meet the designers Martin Keeland and Brit Simone Sutter as they introduced their newest collection of local handcrafted jewelry in gold, silver, pearl, gems, and diamonds. Um, the um, Venusus Jewelry will be a regular standing Friday event um, last Friday of the month with Gunnar Nordstrom, um, and I know we brought him up before, but he just he has very creative ways of introducing art to the community and supporting the businesses around him. I
3: absolutely adore him. And this next thing you told me about, which I didn't get to go oh, to either because I was yes. in my vision, but yeah, tell us about post the post on the, on the wall.
0: wall. Um, this was something I got wind of and had gone back and forth and decided I was going to sh- show. I didn't really have a whole lot of information about it. I knew that it was going to be a launch of a new technology, and lo and behold, it was. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, they did it at the Runes, which was a perfectly stunning backdrop. We were introduced to Post on the Wall. Um, what is it? It's a socially conscious company that creates virtual walls that digitally capture the people and places associated with the event. The virtual walls memorize, mez, mesmerized. Thank you. I for <laughs> my eyes is crossed on that word. Um, mesmerized oh, events memorialized, in a, Sorry. memorialized yes. events in a visually stunning way that melds physical world with the digital world. So basically, what happened is you walked in and they presented you with the backdrop. You know, and, and everybody every time you have an event, you have a backdrop that has all your sponsors on it. So very red carpet. You, you, we're used to that. They put you up there and then they pull out this iPad mm-hmm. and they take your picture. Then they turn it around and they have you type in a saying or something and sign your name. It immediately hits the satellite and goes virtual. Hmm. So the the whole premise of this from what I was told was that it was to support charities and it will have political um, implications in the future because it goes to satellite. So the, the freedom of, of speech is going to be taken to the next level because nobody can stop. It, it truly is... Uh,
3: a, a true freedom of speech You're so not going to be regulated So you're saying if, for instance, there is an uprising In Tiananmen Square For yes. instance, you could somebody could take their iPad Well, no, what it pictures? is is There's
0: going to be different places where posts on the wall Will be Eventually There's a technology a, okay. And um, so they're working on getting it everywhere But they launched in Seattle It was um, companies in Seattle That created this technology And uh, it was amazing
3: it will be interesting to learn more, and perhaps we can get them on the show.
0: Yes, I am in um, talking with them about that because they were very excited about it. Um, they, with the benefits that they do, 100% of the proceeds associated with the revenue generated from sponsorships and sales of the wall prints um, go to the selected charities. So, for instance, myself and the other photographers, we took pictures. They download them directly onto the wall, um, and you can go in and buy the prints. The prints run from a hundred to a thousand dollars but all of the funds go to the charities. They don't take anything. Um so a big supporter of whatever whichever they happen to be. And this one, which I know you know about Tracy, was Treehouse.
3: Oh, I love Treehouse. I know, aren't they great? Oh, do you want it? Treehouse essentially um is a non profit social uh, local nonprofit that um assists and mentors and provides assistance essentially for foster children in our area.
0: Yeah, it, it was very, it was really cool to see the quality of people and um, the generosity that was there. It was a very fun night. So we're going to move a little bit faster because we are talking a lot about a lot of fun things. Um, we're going to go right into coming up this next week with um, Go Girl Energy Drinks, the perfect energy drink for those on the go with all the good stuff and none of the bad um Scott, do you want to go ahead and um, talk about Working Women's Wednesday? No, I'm just totally kidding you.
1: <laughs> totally happy to. I'm
0: totally happy to. Oh, no, I'm no the token idea guy here. Going, and
1: I'm start my own guys networking <laughs> thing. You know, kind of like Chick Chat. Oh, well, Jubal is come on to that, that team. Chat no, I'm going to come to Chick Chat. I'm going to start my own, too, and the name's going to rhyme. Oh, wow. I'm scared. Now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Coming up this Wednesday, March the 30th, 92.5. Do get it?
2: Yes. Yes, we do.
1: We, we're scared. It, we're it took very to scared. I got it. A little bit slow. A little bit no, slow on the update. 92.5 FM's Working Women's Wednesday at Lucky Strike in Bellevue with Brooke and Jubal, featuring our very own Tracy of Chick Chat, Seattle and Epiphany Research.
3: Yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to have a um, bringing the essentially advisory board. We're bringing uh, three different coaches. Um, Debbie Whitlock from Sound Financial is going to be essentially coaching people on their finances. Mayna from Closet Fly is going to be uh, essentially doing wardrobe styling. And then we have a gal who started um, a local gym, Lab 5, which is about like exercising in the bar and Pilates and all that kind of stuff. And she's going to be there talking about fitness so that does
1: sound like fun. And I happen okay. to know you can Debbie come. I know Debbie Whitlock personally. Do you? She's amazing. Yeah. She's a ama-
3: she is. She's fabulous. She's smart and she's really kind. So well, hey, those, those are two good things. We're very excited. So that's from five till seven at yep. Lucky Strike Bellevue. Yes. Happy hour prices. Um and come on down. It's fun. There's and, and there are, we're we're giving Chick Chat's giving a big gift basket of goodies too.
0: Well in um Jubal and Brooke, they have the great sponsors. They always have tons
3: of prizes to give away. Yeah, they have great prizes. I think you want to get a chance to win something, come on (laughs) down.
0: And you're going to have fun. So, Mr.
1: Scott. Yes, ma'am.
0: I hear that you know something about what's going on at Pearl on Thursday.
1: I do know a little something about what's going on at Pearl on Thursday because this is an event that I have personally attended in the past. Fab! So Pearl does a fantastic job of promoting local winemakers, having special events that showcase different wines, um, just like we're here showcasing Apex Cellars today. But this coming Thursday, March 31st, there's a Spring Winemaker Series at Pearl for the first event in their Spring Winemaker Series, this one featuring DeLille Cellars, also in Woodinville. The reception begins at 6.15 p.m., followed by dinner at 6.30. Complimentary Valley Parking, of course, as always, Tickets are only seventy five bucks per person plus tax and gratuity. I say only seventy five dollars because the the scope of, of the, the meal food, yeah. and of the the wine options available with each course is and the, the is really education something they give you with about. it too. Huh. Oh it's really fantastic. It's an opportunity to talk with the winemakers and other people that know a lot about it that you don't normally get unless you're an insider or volunteering or spending time at the winery with the winemaker.
0: Well, and I know that when I've gone to those, because you have that one-on-one with them, they give you all these tips, and these. their minds are so full of knowledge that they can give you all these ideas. And they're simple, but they, make, they, they can make a dinner party for you.
1: And a really intimate setting as well. When I went uh, previously, very small number of seats, 18 or 20 seats, as I recall. Don't know where they're going to be placing in the restaurant this year, but definitely limited seating. For more information and reservations, call Pearl at 425 425- Four five five zero one eight one, and of course that's Pearl Bar and Dining on Bellevue Way. Fabulous. Um,
0: well, before we finish and move on to the other events that are coming up, because we have quite a few this next week, uh, we are going to do our second wine tasting here at Apex. They have been so gracious as to offer us two different wines to be able to do live tasting for you, um, give you the the notes on them. And this next one, I is I'm absolutely enamored with the name Chocolate Shop. <laughs> There is a cool little story behind it before Scott tells us about it. Uh, there's a restaurant right around the corner here who took the chocolate shop and reduced it down and drizzled it over ice cream. And apparently it has just been amazing. And yeah, I'm dubious of
1: any wine with chocolate in the name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so while Scott tells us about the notes, we're going to give it a whirl, a swirl, a sniff, and a sip.
1: Get the legs on that.
0: Ooh, yes, that's it.
1: Definitely sensing chocolate.
0: Yeah, right off the bat, when you swirl and and smell, it does. It has that that decadent. It's not heavy. It's like a – it reminds me of almost what a a red chocolate would be, one of those red chocolate cupcakes.
1: Mm, Absolutely. And my tasting notes, say inviting aromas of black cherry and dark chocolate entwine and continue on the palate, surrounded by hints of cocoa powder. Nuances of red wine, residual sugar linger on the smooth finish, so I'll take a taste
3: that's really interesting. I've never had anything like that.
0: This is one of those wines that um it's it's fun to drink by itself just if if you're one of those who likes to pick it apart and really think about it um, but to drink it with like a light chocolate cake or a tort or um anything that has hints of chocolate or cherries, I think would be
1: amazing with this. I could drink this with toast. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: with Scott. Lovely. Wow. It's, it's a dessert. Not, I mean, I think it's a dessert all by itself. Yeah. It
3: it's smells. I mean, it's. It, yeah. Just for so obviously since we're on radio, it totally smells like chocolate. But it, it does. It does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And That's the color amazing. is a beautiful
0: ruby. It's lovely. So thank you very much again, Apex, for being such a gracious host, providing us with two fabulous um, wines. Their brut bubbly, of course, first, and their chocolate shop second thank you very much the alcohol on
1: this one is just a little bit higher than the sparkling brute we had previously in the broadcast it's really good
0: everybody hand round of applause so we are going to take a quick break then we're going to come back and go into the final things that are coming up this week and wrap up the show we'll be right back
1: Get it right her. This the remix. Oh, 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 the peace. oh, 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 you do oh, so you
0: oh, 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 No. oh, 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 the oh, 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 Myrrh. I saw her grabbing the way that passes on the curb. On a man defending her like a lawyer, so be worm. Some dudes be handcuffin', but dirty, that ain't firm. I want a bitch that got the burn, like a turd. She it, i hit it, so I ain't
2: thinking about her.
1: I love these honey's, might as well call me
2: Papa Burns. You know you looking good, good. Hey, don't I know you from the hood? Uh, you say you love not when you would. Now take it off, you know you should. what the twist around. I like the way you do that right turn, right sir. Right you down your hair, down your hair.
0: I like the way you do that right turn, right turn. The way you move, make me turn, make the turn. I like the way you do that right turn, right turn. Right you down your
3: hair, down your hair. the that right turn, right The me turn, make Make the ballers wanna start wanna stay. Wanna stay.
0: Hello and welcome back to Socially Savvy. We are going to be bouncing right into the rest of the amazing events that are coming up. Uh, We're very fortunate in living in in, in a city and an area between the east side and Seattle that is so well connected to charities, um, fundraisers, special events, We always have opens, our culture, our art, artistic world. There's always something new and creative coming out. So we try to bring you as much of that. Um, I think we've tried to portray ourselves, and in the past we have been known for, about 65% of the events that we touch base on and are a part of are attached to a charity or a fundraiser. So with that in mind, with everything that has happened over in Japan the last few weeks, Lucky Strike is presenting... um, a fundraiser for that. And Scott, would you like to tell us about that?
1: You know, I love Lucky Strike, and this is actually an event that I plan on attending this Thursday. Lucky Strike is going to be presenting the Japan America Society Fundraiser for Earthquake and Tsunami Victims in Japan. So this Thursday, starting at 8 o'clock p.m., Lucky Strike is devoting 20% of its revenues to donate to the Japan American Society from 8 p.m. until they close. 100% of all raffled items and cash donations will also be donated to the Japan American Society. If you've got items, just so you know, that you'd like to donate to be raffled, please contact Myra Rivera, whose email address is myra, M-Y-R-A dot Rivera at gmail dot com. Any of these details also go to our Facebook page, and we'll be happy to provide those as well. Any and all items are greatly appreciated. Make them good, though. But even if you can't, don't have big items, donate the small as well. Japan America Society at www.jas-socal.org. Um, also, Team Menace have designed a shirt called "Calling Out to Japan." They'll be selling shirts for twenty dollars. Nam also has designed a shirt. We'll be selling them for thirty bucks. All proceeds being donated again to the Japan America Society. Come see me there, Lucky Strike Bellevue, this Thursday at 8 p.m.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to – I think
1: I'll be, be there. there. Exactly. Yeah. I just want yeah. Yeah. We'll, go we'll to go see Scott. Yeah, we'll
2: all be there. <laughs> is, <laughs> Scott, is yeah. there a Facebook invitation that we can – Hey, get out? as a matter yes, of there fact,
1: is. there is. Wonderful. Who's – yeah.
2: I've actually posted it on Socially Savvy, and I believe LB Duchess
1: will be
0: reposting all of these events um, several times over the next week, you know, obviously not too much to irritate, but you can always go to LB Duchess, socially savvy for that information. And I know that um, Saki in Seattle and Chick Chat usually update some of these events right. as well. So next event on the list is Cocktails for a Cause. Supports Amazon Participation Foundation, 630 to 830 at the Ballroom, 456 North 36th Street, Seattle. Um, please join us for Cocktails for a Cause. It's a fundraiser to support Amazon Partnership Foundation, learn how Amazon Partnership works in Ecuador to help ritual indigenous communities develop their own grassroots approach to the climate crisis. Network with conversational professionals, returned Peace Corps volunteers and others that care about climate change and sustainable development. Support Amazon Partnership and its innovative approach to community development which emphasizes local traditions and culture. There will be a brief presentation at 7:15, and contributions will be
3: collected at the event. Yeah, that's a really important event to go yeah, to. I like a, it. Yeah, yeah. they they essentially provide grants to um, uh, Quechua communities, which are the um, they're the largest um, indigenous group in Ecuador and Amazon, and so they're essentially very environment. They believe in environmental stewardship, but because of things like clear cutting and oil extraction, they can't. Live that life that they'd like to. Right. So then, westerners come in and they are able to give them at least the the, um, the uh, Amazon Partnerships Foundation comes in and provides grants so that they can, you know, make their own choices as to what to do with regards to global warming.
0: Right. Well, and I know there could be a lot of politics and a lot of. Um, impassioned feelings about taking and supporting organizations outside of the United States when we have so many things that we need to support here. But, you know, that's a cause where that is global. The impacts are global of what's going on. So anytime you have something where in one area it can make a difference everywhere, you know, I think we're pretty much all in the same opinion that it's worth all of our time. Yes. Now we're going into Saturday Um April 9th. We're going to be looking forward to some stuff coming up that you're going to want to plan ahead for. Our plan ahead portion is brought to you by ZipFizz, the healthy energy drink in a two, our newest sponsor. We are very excited to have them. Um, Tracy, you have Chick Lit coming up, and I'd like you to tell us a little about that. That sounds
3: awesome. I do. Um, it's our first in the series of our Chick Lit author series, and we'll be introducing you to... Um, author Darian Gee. She's the author of Friendship Bread. Um, It's going to be hosted at Eileen Fisher from 5 until 7 p.m. downtown, 525 Pine Street. And um, the uh, book Friendship Bread is essentially all about the celebration of family, friendship, and food. And she'll be reading from her book and you can also purchase. um, the, The cost of the book is in the purchase price for the tickets. Um, so essentially, we're going to have you know little mixing and mingling and food and cupcakes and light bites and of course you know wine. Wine. What, would we what wine, is an event without wine? Yes.
0: Well, I guess the only thing better or that would add to it would be to have some sake. Yeah, maybe we'll do that one. We'll Once I to do fall that. in love we'll with to sake. I'd yeah. say
2: maybe we need to do the first. We could do that. Yeah, but vodky. I also noticed that they'll you'll be serving vodka cocktails. So that yes, that's a great addition. Oh, that one's yes. fun. Yes. Next event,
0: again, like I said, tons of causes, great causes. Um, Also, Paul's Wild Night, a gala benefit for animals. It's the most exciting Saturday night in April. Enjoy four courses of delicious animal friendly dining and an exciting line auction, live auction.
3: Animal friendly dining.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's vegetarian. I to say vegetarian, not vegan.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I, I go with friends, and they have the meat room, M E A T, beforehand <laughs> mm-hmm. at the hotel, and so we all go and have like tons have of meat. You have your, you have your, pro- like you have your non, that. does that make non- non- you feel better? Non animal friendly. That bacon and always also, makes me feel better. Bacon, right? Well,
0: there's some animals bacon. that some of us feel have been raised for a purpose. Oh, oh, okay. well, they, you know,
3: they're raised, you, I eat humanely raised. Right, right, yeah, which
0: is yeah. good. Um, there will be over 500 other like-minded friends to raise funds that will help save the lives of animals. Mm. Paw's Wild Night is the preferred opportunity to join with us for Champions of Animals. This is a sold-out event. The mm-hmm. reason I wanted to bring this up is that if you do do like these types of events, realize some of these are very popular and they sell out quickly. So we try to let you know about them, put them on your calendar so that you can look them up for next year, be on the list and get into some of these events
3: if they're close to your heart. Yeah, and that's a fun one because man, those people go crazy bidding on things. Oh the animal lovers. Yeah, they just have a they ball. Go crazy fitting on things. They do.
0: Okay, the next one on the list to get ready for is Passport to Woodenville. Apex and several other wineries are going to be a part of this. Typically, in the past, it has been a weekend event. It is now going to be kicked off with a weekend of April 16th and 17th from 11 to 4. That will lead into a three-week spread. Wow! So you'll be able to buy your passes. Their passports are $65 a person if you purchase between February 15th and March 15th, which we are past that deadline. Um, Now those tickets are $75 a person. Here's the thing. No passports will be sold after April 16th. So if you intend on coming to Passport in Woodinville, you need to get online. You need to get your tickets. You can go to WoodinvilleWineCountry.com. and they have the link for the tickets to to get there. Um, You will receive a passport valid for one tasting at participating wineries and may return to continue passport tasting and touring as often as you like before June 1st. More than 35 wineries will participate in this year's program. Uh, Date restrictions and exemptions by wineries may apply, so if you have a particular winery, you may want to just touch base with them or hit them early on. What I like so much about what they did this year is there were a lot of people who are trying to cram in a lot of wineries in, you know, two and three days. So this really gives you a chance to kind of spread it out and maybe focus on wineries that fit within a certain area or um, a certain type of wine it just creates, I think, a little bit more fun. The other thing is, is you can rotate. If you have a group of friends that you like to go, one person can be the designated driver one day, and then somebody else. So everybody gets to enjoy the the process of the whole thing. If you
1: haven't it. done Passport to Woodenville, you should. There are limos in town. I don't want to say that it's the spring break of wine tasting for Woodenville because like that, it's though. not. I, I think it's close because it's not. But wine tasters do take just they take over town. So if you haven't done it, you should. Really, some of the best wineries in town. Uh, participate in the program in in uh, in the event. It's really a fun time.
0: And if you're going to be coming in, you want to show up early and get a parking spot. I mean, most of these, if you're there's like three or four different areas where there's a, a consolidation of wine wineries. So park your car, walk through a bunch of them, and then you know pick your areas and bounce around. It's a it's a ton of fun. So last but not least, we are looking at our. Um, Just giving our Socially Savvy fans, be sure to like us on our Facebook page to be entered into our drawing for $25 Daniel gift certificate and a $25 advanced skin and body certificate. You have a few more days of that left, so check us out on Socially Savvy on Facebook. Um, We will announce the beginning, the the winner, the beginning of the month, which would be next Monday. And, uh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I'd like Daniel certificate.
1: Hell That's yeah. my thing. And you part. can find Socially Savvy on Facebook at facebook.com/socially-savvy. If you don't know how to spell savvy, it's S A V V Y. There is a double
0: V because it takes it we're we're doubly special. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the double V it, it actually balances out the double L. <laughs> yes, that
2: was grammatically interesting. <laughs> so so maybe we should take one moment just to mention our secret sponsor again.
0: I don't know. I think we have mentioned it once. I think they need to listen to the show. Okay. And yeah, it was, you yes, listening to the, the end, right. of, the, I the end of the show? No. So, again, we want to thank some of our regular sponsors. We have Pop Chips. We have Go Girls. We're very excited to have Kind Bars, Zip Biz. Um, again, Apex Winery here in Woodinville. They absolutely rock. Wonderful hosts, wonderful wines. A great selection. Their staff is knowledgeable. If you're an introductory to wines, this is a great place to start. And if you're an early riser, they have on Saturday and Sundays, they have the mimosas they open up with. And I came in here. It was a surprise to me, but talk about yummy. It was the perfect way to be introduced into wine tasting for the morning to park your car, get your mimosa,
3: and hit the track. Your mom would be so proud. Perfect way to be introduced to wine tasting in the morning.
0: (laughs) What is it? It's 5 o'clock somewhere?
3: Yeah. See? That's what we get. We're so spoiled at all these great wineries in Washington State. We're lucky. We
0: really, truly are. And, you know, I just want to reiterate that being socially savvy isn't about what you drink or what you eat. It's about how you treat people. So when you go out and you're doing these things and you're wine tasting or you're out in restaurants or you're out at charities, um, one of our favorite phases is pay it forward. And and, uh, Fancy and I had a little thing today where we did a little pay it forward. We had picked up one of our sponsors, um, which was actually Washington State Wine um, Committee donated the wine tour guides. For our swag bags today. Oh, great. And oh, so we paid for the parking and we had 25 minutes left. And we just posted that little sticker up on the thing so the next car could pop in. So oh, that's so nice. I know. We're well, going
3: straight to the pearly gates, both of you. No. <laughs> Mm
0: -hmm. but I think you know the the main thing I wanted to say was pay it forward you know extend people the courtesy if you see somebody who needs help be socially savvy reach out to them let them know it's okay let them know that somebody's there from because you don't know what people are going through and the smallest kindness can make a world of difference in somebody's life
2: I agree that's awesome great way to end tonight's podcast
0: so, thank you so much for being a part of Socially Savvy. We 90. Thank seconds. you very much. And we look forward to playing with you this next week. There is a possibility that we will be putting together a show dedicated 100% to the taste of Washington because there was so much information to cover. There will be news on Facebook about that. If not this week, possibly next week. So, we will see you next week. Take care.
2: Bye bye. <laughs>
0: 60 seconds.